The information presented in this podcast is of a general nature and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. It should never be used as a substitute for mental care, medical care, or for prevention, diagnosis, or treatment of any other illness. Always consult with a mental health or healthcare professional before engaging in any activities promoted in this podcast. Have you ever wanted to be a superhero? Join clinical psychologist Dr. Janina Scarlett and host Dustin McGinnis as they explore the psychology behind your favorite TV shows, movies, books, comics, video games, and more. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Superhero Therapy with Dr. Janina Scarlett. I am your host, Dustin McGinnis. I am a musician, filmmaker, and all-around fanboy. And I'm Dr. Janina Scarlett. I'm a clinical psychologist, author, and a full-time geek. We are continuing our special podcast series aimed at supporting our listeners through the coronavirus pandemic. And today we are going to focus on a very important mental health coping tool, mindfulness. Dr. Scarlett, we hear a lot about the benefits of mindfulness, but it can still be confusing exactly what mindfulness is and how it works. Can you please tell our listeners a little bit about mindfulness? Of course. Mindfulness is essentially a way of paying attention to our internal experiences. So for example, we might not notice that we might have been tensing our shoulders or holding our breath. And so it's a way of checking in with our body, of noticing, how do I feel right now? What am I seeing or smelling, for example? Maybe what am I touching? What am I experiencing in this moment? What are some of the emotional experiences that are coming up for me? Am I feeling anxious, overwhelmed, tired, or lonely? And so the idea is noticing our internal and then also our external experiences, such as the objects in our room and the weather outside. The reason why we practice is to stay in that moment, hence the term mindfulness, being aware of what's going on in the here and now, as opposed to the way that most of us live. A lot of times we live in our horrific, terrifying, imagined future, where we imagine things going terribly, terribly wrong, or by remembering the awful things that might have happened in the past or regretting certain actions or certain things that we've done, oftentimes not recognizing that in the present moment, things might actually be okay. In that very moment, in that very second, we might actually be okay. So it's kind of like stop and smell the flowers or breathe the sun in, you know, have those moments. For example, except that it doesn't always have to be relaxing. Sometimes stopping for a moment does not only mean to do something enjoyable, it might mean to notice what we're experiencing and what we might need. When we stop for a moment, we might notice that we've been holding in a lot of tension, a lot of anger, or that we're hungry and haven't eaten for a long time and we're too busy to notice. And so mindfulness is not necessarily a relaxation tool, although it can sometimes feel relaxing. It's a way of noticing what we're going through so that we can give ourselves what we need. So what are some of the benefits of mindfulness and being mindful? 
one of the main benefits of mindfulness is that we can notice what's going on in that very moment so that we can respond and react. It's a way for us to notice when we're, for example, feeling overwhelmed so that we can support ourselves so that we can recharge our battery and build our eternal resilience. It's also a way for us to be less overwhelmed by only focusing on what's going on in that very moment instead of focusing on the million of terrible possibilities that our brain might imagine might happen in the future. Our brain has this default mode that is set up to be a wonderful problem solver and it has a way of imagining everything that can go wrong to keep us safe. It's actually a really great survivor mechanism and at the same time, if we are constantly living in this kind of default mode where all we're thinking about is what could go wrong, then we are constantly overwhelmed and false alarms are going off all the time, but we're not actually present. We might miss out on meaningful time with our loved ones, for example. We might not even notice the food that we're eating. We might not enjoy it. And so the benefits of mindfulness are both to see if maybe we can enjoy the moment, but also to slow down, to feel less overwhelmed, and to give ourselves what we need in the moment when we need it so that we have more strength, internal strength, resilience, and efficacy to be able to face our daily challenges. What are some of the myths that some people hold about what mindfulness is and how do these beliefs get in the way of people practicing mindfulness? That's a great question. I think a lot of times people think that to practice mindfulness, they have to sit in a cross-legged position with their palms facing up and exactly and do a chant. And that's a fine way. Practicing a specific meditation is a fine way to do mindfulness, but that doesn't work for everyone. And that's okay. Not everyone has to do that. So mindfulness activity could be just stopping just slowing down for a moment and maybe taking a breath and just noticing what am I feeling right now? What do I notice in my shoulders? Am I tense? Am I breathing? Am I feeling overwhelmed right now? In addition, we can practice mindful eating where we slow down and notice the taste of our food or maybe the taste and the smell of our tea or coffee. We can do mindful showering or mindful brushing of our teeth where we just slow down and focus on the sensation of the water or the smell of the soap if we're able to use our sense of smell. The idea of mindfulness being a specific posture is something that gets in the way of a lot of people practicing this. Another myth that I hear a lot is that people think that to practice mindfulness, they have to empty their mind. That's actually not true. In fact, a lot of people say, I tried mindfulness, I can't do it, it doesn't work because I just can't turn off my mind. The truth is none of us can, we're not designed that way. Our mind is always working, it's always going. And even people who meditate for a living are constantly having thoughts. The idea is not to turn them off, it's to notice that they're happening. Kind of like reading a book or watching a movie. It's to notice, oh yeah, there's that thought. 
there's my thought that what if I don't finish all my chores for today or here's my really scary thought of what if I can't pay rent next month or here's my really scary thought of what if somebody I know doesn't make it through the pandemic and all of these thoughts are allowed it's not that we need to stop them or turn them off but just noticing the experience of having these thoughts, noticing the emotions that might be arising like fear or grief or overwhelm might actually allow us to then ask ourselves the next very important question of what do I need right now to support myself through this moment? And that something might be taking a little break. It might be calling our loved ones. It might be getting a hug from a, you know, somebody that lives in our household or maybe having some warm tea. And so mindfulness is a way of checking what's going on for us, our internal experience, so that, you know, once again, we can support ourselves and find the resources that we need to get through. What are some ways that people can practice mindfulness? You know, as I mentioned before, anything can be a mindfulness practice. We can listen to music and just take a few moments to really pay attention to the words. Even though we might get distracted, that's okay. Just kind of gently bringing our attention back. A shower can be a way to practice mindfulness. We can practice mindful eating. We can practice mindful walking, just noticing what we're doing and what we're feeling as we're doing it. And then a slightly more formal way could be doing a brief guided meditation. Would you be willing to take us through a brief mindfulness practice? Of course. So this is a brief mindfulness practice called the body scan. This is one of the more official ways of practicing mindfulness. And if you would like to follow along, feel free to either sit or lie down somewhere comfortable. This practice should be done not when you're driving or watching a movie or doing something else. So ideally, when you're doing this practice, you can give your full attention to following this exercise. During this exercise, you'll be invited to either close your eyes or lower your gaze and you'll be invited to kind of notice different parts of your body to notice if they feel tense or if you're feeling overwhelmed and to just be guided to breathe as you're noticing these activities. If at any point you get distracted or if you start thinking about something else, don't worry. That doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. Everyone gets distracted. We actually expect that you will. And so anytime you get distracted and you notice yourself getting distracted, you can take a breath and just come back to doing this exercise. And the very fact that you've noticed that you got distracted is already a mindfulness practice. So well done if you notice that. So if you're willing to practice, just go ahead and take a comfortable posture, either sitting down or lying down. If you prefer to do this standing, that's fine too. And notice the way that your posture is right now. If you need to adjust, if you need to move your body, that's fine. And if at any point during this exercise, you need to make any other adjustments to your body, that's perfectly fine as well. You do not have to keep the same position. Feel free to close your eyes or lower your gaze. And maybe just taking a few moments just to notice the sensation of your breath. 
Noticing the rising and falling of your chest and stomach. And maybe noticing the sensation of your feet, if this sensation is available to you. Perhaps using your feet as an anchor point so that any time, now or in the future, if you feel distracted or overwhelmed, you can silently ask yourself, where are my feet? To bring your attention back to the present moment and return to this exercise. If the sensation of your feet is not available to you, you can instead focus on the sensation of your hands or perhaps the sensation of your lips. So taking a few moments now to notice how your feet feel in this moment if possible. Seeing if your feet feel warm or cold, tired or achy, and perhaps taking a few slow breaths, just allowing your feet to soothe, maybe to let go of a little bit of tension to relax if possible, to settle. And then bringing your attention to your legs, from your ankles, to your calves, knees and thighs. Just noticing how your legs feel right now. Noticing any tension, tightness, or discomfort in your legs. And then taking a few slow breaths, allowing your legs to soothe, rest, and let go of any tension that you might be experiencing. And if you notice your mind wandering, if you notice yourself feeling distracted, that's no problem. Just taking a breath Maybe again reconnecting with the sensation of your feet and then coming back to this exercise. And now bringing your attention to your hips and your lower back. Just noticing how these areas feel right now. Noticing if there is any pain, tension, or tightness in these areas. 
and then taking a few slow breaths, allowing these areas to soothe, relax, and settle. And then bringing your attention to your middle and upper back. Just noticing how your back feels in this moment. Without any judgment, without any pressure to feel a certain way, just noticing. Noticing if there is any pain tension or tightness in your back and allowing yourself to breathe allowing your back to soothe settle and relax And then bringing your attention to your stomach. Just noticing how your stomach feels right now. Noticing if there's any tension, nausea, hunger, or a butterfly-like sensation in your stomach. And just allowing your stomach to breathe. Letting go of any tension or tightness in your stomach. And then bringing your attention to your chest. Perhaps even placing one hand or both hands on your heart center if that feels good to you or if that is available to you. Just noticing the sensations of your chest. Noticing any tightness, tension or discomfort in your chest. We carry a lot of our anxiety in this area and so you might notice some tension here. And just allowing yourself to breathe, allowing your chest to open and expand, letting go of any tension, tightness, or pressure in this area. And then bringing your attention to your shoulders, arms, hands and fingers noticing any tension or tightness in these areas and then allowing yourself to breathe breathing away any tightness tension or discomfort from these areas And then bringing your attention to your neck, jaw, temples, 
your forehead and the top of your head. Just noticing how these areas feel right now. Noticing any tension, pain, or tightness in these areas. Then allowing yourself to breathe. Breathing away any tension or tightness from these areas. And if your thoughts have been distracted, if you notice yourself getting distracted or overwhelmed, maybe taking a moment to breathe once more. And then taking a moment to observe any emotions that might be coming up for you. Noticing if you're feeling sadness, anxiety, overwhelm, or loneliness. Just allowing these sensations to be present. Maybe silently labeling them, such as, oh, right, that's loneliness, or that's anxiety. And maybe silently asking yourself, what do I need right now? What do I really need right now? Allowing yourself to breathe. Allowing yourself to just be in this moment. Allowing your body to recharge like a cell phone that's plugged into the charger. Giving yourself the much needed break that you need and deserve. And Take as much time as you need right here in this moment, in this situation, in this position to breathe, to rest. And whenever you're ready, feel free to open your eyes and come back into this room. Wow, that was very soothing and very relaxing. Thank you. Of course. Is there anything else you would like to say towards someone who might be struggling out there today? Absolutely. I would like to say that it is perfectly okay for you to feel however you feel. If you're feeling overwhelmed, tired, scared, if you're feeling grief, any emotions are allowed. And noticing them can actually allow you to make these emotions more manageable. There is an expression, name it and you tame it. 
And there's another expression too, feel it and you heal it. Psychologists Kristen Neff and Chris Germer, I believe, are the ones responsible for these expressions. And I love them so much because to me what it means is noticing what you feel and allowing yourself to to feel these emotions actually soothes them and quiets them over time it allows us to give ourselves exactly what we need to go through these emotions instead of suppressing and shutting down these emotions which often just leads to a larger expression of this emotion and so practicing mindfulness practicing being aware of our sensations and and connected to what we're going through can actually really help many individuals to be able to go through their daily stressors and have more energy and more resilience to face the kind of obstacles that we do on a daily basis we hope that you enjoyed this mindful and meditative episode of superhero therapy we're going to go ahead and end this episode right now Again, my name is Dustin McGinnis. You can find me on Twitter at The Valiant Geek. And I'm Dr. Janina Scarlett. You can find me on Twitter at Shadow Quill or Dr. Janina Scarlett Official on Instagram. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Stay mindful out there. Stay safe and know that you are a superhero. <laughs>